All right. <laughs> he just fucked off. All right. So I'm not here. I'm on, on my own here today. I've actually got a mate from Brisbane, Oliver Molinari. He goes from Cooking with Mad Dog on um, Instagram. He's actually my guest. And um, he fucking cooked a pretty good cook. So let's get. Oh, he's going to be back. Molinari, FaceTime <laughs> Too video. late, Ollie. You're not fucking answering you. Too rude, Ollie. Get stuck into this. Let's go. All right, mate, we've got to do an intro here. So uh, if you fuck it up, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> One right? take Tony. That's right, what they call him. One take Tony. Ask hey his there. wife. Hey there. This is Taz. And I'm Jai. And you've stumbled across the Pub Ammo Podcast. The Pub Ammo Podcast is an escape from the everyday grind, all you hardworking sloggers encounter. With a bit of facts and a knowledge and a shitloader, you might have to Google it, we've got you covered. So if you like pub stories, folklore, plus getting out fishing, hunting, just having an all-round go, we've got the podcast for you. Plus we're selecting some interesting guests to yarn with that'll fill your ear hole. So if you listen to Yarns with Az and Taz or the Taz Yarns podcast, you'll know what to expect. But if you're a virgin like me, hit that subscribe button on your podcast app and bloody well hold Hold on. on. See that? We put pressure on ourselves. We fucked this up like five times, but we but got it, still it now. Sounds good. It's confidence. Look Even at if that. You say something wrong. Fuck yeah. With confidence. Yeah. No one notices. That's right. No one has a fucking clue. They're still listening. Story of my life. They're still listening. <laughs> Yeah, so we're um, welcome to the Pub Mo podcast, where uh, dreams and stories are your little uh, fairy tale. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Joy, Joy's not here today. Joy's fucking actually down near where my um little podcast guest is coming from. We got Oliver Molinari, Mad Dog, cooking with Mad Dog. Hey, um, bud. Yep, he's the maddest cooker in Innisfail. <laughs> Cook, maddest cooker in his uh, relocated to Brisbane. He's in Bris Vegas. I'm gonna actually crack up. Are you still drinking VB? I am, man. I am. I got no. What do you got? You got a VB there? Don't tempt me. <laughs> no, I got a black rat. I got a black rat. Uh, <laughs> mate, I had I had some black rats the other week when we went. Well, the other month when we went away. Unreal, man. Like, I, I, like, just I forgot how good those things are. I don't know how I used to be able to drink. I, I don't know how I used to be able to drink. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> and just the worst heartburn. You know, I never got heartburn when I was like fucking no. sixteen. Yeah, but it's funny, fine. eh? Now, man, you can only have probably. Uh, I could still probably do eight before that starts kicking in. But most people's probably three or four. I reckon. Yeah, man. I feel it. Even if I think that I'm I'm going okay, all of a sudden I wake up at fucking you know ten o'clock because I'm going to bed at seven thirty, <laughs> <laughs> and I've got that I've got the burps going. <laughs> Your gut biome isn't working properly. <laughs> no good, man. <laughs> so, um, uh, me and Oliver go a fair way back. Um, Joy would have chimed in by now, going, huh, "What's you busy, busy? Fuck you, Joy." It was me and me and Ollie tonight, <laughs> so. Yeah, everyone say one, you, two, three. Fuck you, Joy. Fuck holidays. you, Joy. Yeah, on holidays. What are you drinking? What is that? Wine? No, it's a scotch. Oh, olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
know, I don't know. I was, I was like, oh, I better have a couple of scotches or something <laughs> if I'm going to be having a chat tonight. <laughs> Just um, not sure what's going to be thrown at us. Eh? So I'm like, oh, Dutch curry. I'll have a couple. <laughs> Has um, anyone given you shit off the Alpha Blokes podcast yet about your name? No, man. Has anyone no. called you fart in a bath yet? Nah. Nah. Why would they? Oliver. 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 Fart in a bath. <laughs> 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 well, maybe, maybe they have, but no. Man. I thought you would have been called that boy. Now that's like one of the main things they talk about on that podcast. <laughs> they just call me Mad Dog, man. Just mad, just mad, mad Dog, mad dog bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you um, grew up in Innisfail or Innis Vegas, as we like to call it. Um, yeah, man. I was yep. a good mates with your brother Joel growing up. I remember you were a couple yep. of years younger than me, and we used to. Uh, Go out your place and slide down the hills and stuff like that on the big slippery slides at the side of your house down at Garrish. What's it? Darragy. Darragy, Garadunga. I get them all No, no, no. We, 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 we were the Garra, Garadunga. Yeah. yeah, I'll get, like, I still get the, both mixed up, Darragy and Garadunga. They, they sound the same. It's funny, yeah. Like, I still tell people, I still tell people about, you know, <laughs> a 16th birthday party that we had was still very. Very different to what you'd have 16 <laughs> birthday parties now. You tell someone you're having a slip and slide at your 16th birthday party. <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> but, man, man. <laughs> I remember, I remember, right, there's heaps of people just like, yeah, getting getting pissed out of Garrett Unger and then hiding it from the folks. But we had heaps of parties up at yours, man. It was obviously kicking around with Kara's. Kara's group age and stuff. That was, that was us. So we, we were only a couple of years apart, but. Yeah, man, we were partying up at your house all the time, mate. That was yeah. definitely one of the big party houses in the younger days. Yeah, ask the oldies how many – they go away on holiday. Don't do anything. It's like straight away. As soon as they're out, they're out the door, it's just like fucking <laughs> – Yeah, a lot a lot different these days too. You must think, hey, because every house has got cameras now. Yeah. You know, that there was – there, there no <laughs> No social media. It's like, oh, where's that photo taken from? That's the front of our house. Fuck, did you guys have a party? <laughs> You'd be found out five minutes. No, no, days. no. <laughs> yeah, man, I know. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't really think about it like that. But yeah, it's definitely a lot different. To it was much easier sort of getting away with things back then. But even then, we weren't doing crazy shit either, man. We were just drinking piss and having fun these yeah. days. Well, the thing was, no, there was no like drug. Like drugs was marijuana back then. If, if you're on anything else, you're classed as a junkie. Everyone just said, oh, he's a fucking yeah. junkie. He's on fucking anything. Name any fucking anything. If they're on a pill or anything, they're a fucking junkie. Yeah. That's what yeah. you and, and I was and I was And I was scared, man. I knew if I was committing to being on the piss, I wasn't going to touch marijuana because <laughs> that shit road. would make me green out. <laughs> it just makes it fucking – I'd be spewing in the corner. Yeah. Like That's what – but everyone fucks but, that up. you got to have it first. you got to have it before yeah. you drink. <laughs> if you do it the other way around. I remember even <laughs> – I remember kicking around Barlow's house with like Zane and and a few of the other guys when we were younger and um, – yeah, fucking Barlow would bring out like a bit of weed after we'd been drinking <laughs> fucking whatever, Southern Comfort and just random shit. And God, I remember having some bad moments of, <laughs> yeah, mixing that, mixing weed after drinking too much piss. The room is spinning. Die, man, literally. <laughs> I told I one bloke I nearly OD'd one night. <laughs> 
You don't think you're ever coming back from it, eh? Especially when you're young. You're like, you've never experienced it. But the thing is, you're so <laughs> off your head, but you're so in the moment. You're just telling yourself, fuck this, man. This is fucking shit. Fuck this. Fuck. Or you remember everything yeah. that's about the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're blowing drunk, you don't remember shit. <laughs> as soon as you close your eyes, eh? That fucking room just starts spinning. It's like, you know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, man. No, it's good times. Good times going up back home. It was good. It's good, bro. Yeah, I just took a screenshot of you. Geez, you're a cutie. I'm going to put that up on the PubMo oh. podcast app. Oh, come on, mate. you got to let me know when you're going to do a screen. I've got to do my hair. Oh, yeah, look, we'll do it again. Ready, smile properly. One, two, three, smile. There he is. He's a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we um, – yeah, so – Growing up in North Queensland and um, then you moved down south. You actually live with my sister and stuff down the Goldie there when you moved away. Um, yeah. And that's where I sort of kept in touch with you. I, I, I was actually, um, Ryan Mann, our good friend, was up here on the weekend and uh, it sparked me a story of you <laughs> when we went to Soundwave. Oh, here we go. Soundwave Festival, oh, yeah. probably what, 10, 15 years, probably 15 or probably longer. No, no, it would have been ten years I think ago. The last, I think no, I think the I think the last one was like two thousand and eighteen or something, man. But it was a while ago since I've been in Soundwave. Yeah, oh, not eighteen. Yeah, I can't it was, it was, I just remember we went. We were on a train. Yeah, and, and I think Manny's only been. I think Manny only went to one yeah. one Soundwave. So I think it might have been that one. So we 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 left the Soundwave festival, and because at the time I was in a band and stuff, and so I just the pants I had on had a guitar pick in them. Like I just in the pockets because that's what you do when you did play a guitar every now and then. <laughs> and we're on the on yeah. the train heading back, and I'll sit next to you, and I pull out this guitar pick, and I said, "That's the Metallica's um, guitarist threw it at me, and I caught it." And and I said, "You can have it, man." And you're like, "Fucking true, bro. For real, I can have it." <laughs> And Fuck! I've probably got that upstairs <laughs> with my guitar picks because I do because I've got one from from Metallica over the years. I've got one because I've probably got it kept up there, eh? Like, oh, telling Axel one day, oh, this one's from Metallica. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to go through and go, fucking, which one? <laughs> is it a is it a grey strumming pick like a real light one? Well, guess what, the Metallica game, it's not theirs. There is a grey one. There is a grey one, man. It's funny, eh? Because I'm, there, there there has been a couple that. that I've got over the years because I got a couple from like Queens of the Stone Age and Kais, and there's a Metallica one in there, and there's an Alice in Chains, but there is a couple in there that don't have any branding on. <laughs> but I know that I got them from a concert. <laughs> I know that I got them from a concert somewhere, but clearly I didn't there. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently, that one's probably not Metallica's. <laughs> Don't no, chop it up, man. though. It's from someone uh, better. It's from fucking I'm sure Zilch. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure it's worth a few bucks anyways, man. I'll put it up on eBay. Zilch, ex-Zilch guitar pick comes to me like, have you, have you spelt that right? That's what it's worth, Zilch. Just fuck Zilch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, so I remember yeah that, no, man. man. I, I, do, I do miss the, um, the old sound waves. Fuck. Nothing like that now, really. We haven't had much down here, but it seems like there's a few more big festivals coming. We're going to uh, good things, good things or good times festival. Limb biscuits coming and stuff. Yep. There's a few, there's a few festivals coming up again, which is nice. But yeah, yeah. I was, you know, even trying to explain, 
explain to people like because you went to a few big day outs, didn't you? You yeah, guys used to come down for 10, that too, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> Did about ten in a row. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, just the you know, people who missed out on that era of big day outs, mate. Yeah. I feel I feel I feel sorry for people that haven't like experienced some of the good festivals that that we got to live through, you mm. know, it doesn't seem like it was, it's not like it was 50 years ago, like yeah. we're only talking 15 years ago, but just none of it happens anymore. So hopefully, hopefully we do see a bit of that coming through again. Yeah, I think it, it's, I think a lot of the EDMs fucking wrecking the whole show, like, because it, it's, it's so cheap. Mm. You, it's so cheap just to set up one big sound system, plug in or have one fucking DJ turntable and get, 20 fucking bands roll through that desk <laughs> mm. instead of like doing backline, all the fucking everyone's got their own setups, every band's got all this shit. Like, imagine the extra amount of money you have to do to set up each show compared to just plugging in a yeah, DJ. But, but isn't that what you signed up for when you became a like a muso man? And you, these guys are still doing it. And I think the latest fucking blues festival lineup came out again and it's like jack johnson's headlining i'm yeah. like fucking you know or tom jones it's like come on man like <laughs> these guys at least they're still doing it and splendor yeah. in the grass they have a lot different like it's a lot more uh the music genre isn't really to my taste as much as it used to be but splendor's still going mm. i just think we just need to bring back a few more of these you know sort of metal festivals or just more alternate festivals yeah. uh you know to keep things going but that last anyway, sound wave is what it is. was like Limp Biscuit, Queens. Um, yeah, um, that was the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember watching Limp Biscuit, and then because we, we were in the band at the time, we come back and wrote three songs like Limp Biscuit songs because we were so like, yeah, oh right. fuck, look at their show. And that's all we got out of it. <laughs> so are you saying you're as big as Limp Biscuit now, or oh, just probably really? a bit bigger? They're probably a bit limp. <laughs> 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 on their biscuits. <laughs> their biscuits are limp. <laughs> no, so you um, you moved to Bris Vegas and stuff like that. And when you were down there, I've, I've caught up with where did you get the uh, name Mad Dog from? <laughs> oh, I wish it was a good story, man. Like, I fucking. There's, there's no good story to it at all. I. Uh, I just wanted a good nickname. Growing up, everyone just called me Ollie. <laughs> Ollie. That was pretty much it. <laughs> or fucking. And so, and then I was like, oh, yeah, no, people call me Mad Dog. And I started just saying it to people like, oh, Mad Dog. Yeah, no, call me Mad Dog. And then <laughs> when, uh, and it just sort of, it didn't, I could say that it stuck, but it didn't really stick. Um, I just keep, you know, people, but then people at work would start saying, oh, hey, Mad Dog, what's going on? I'm like, fuck yeah, maybe it's, it's sticking. Maybe it is starting to stick. <laughs> and, then, and then one day when the, the cooking page started to take off and I decided to create a, a cooking channel, um, I'm like, what am I going to call myself? And literally within a couple of minutes in the office, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just call it Cooking with Mad Dog. And that was it, man. So I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, no cool story behind it. I'm no mad dog. I'm no fucking never. I didn't do anything awesome to say, oh, mate, you're a mad dog. Nothing. Fucking mad dog. Just, <laughs> it's literally a name that I gave myself because I thought it'd be a cool nickname, and that's it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's stuck now. I think the cooking, the cooking with mad dog has, has helped. But yeah, people aren't still calling me. 
just straight up mad dog in the street or no. <laughs> it's still just Ollie. So fuck it. It'll come. It'll come. <laughs> it'll come. It'll come. Well, um, get, get that shit on the grave. Get that shit on the grave. Stone. So that when you be. when you uh, first uh, when did you f- first start cooking? I don't like. I don't even really remember you as a cook growing up. Yeah, and that's probably only because we were probably in in different different grades then but you know some of the guys that i kicked around with the uni the stranos and and those guys like i was always cooking stuff for friends and then but i mate i did cooking at school i actually um took it as a subject at school and obviously having the italian background uh mum cooked and um nonna was a cook as well and i think i learned a lot from from her uh, and just sort of watched over. I've always just enjoyed, you know, the just just that moment of just you know just making other people happy and cooking for people. So just pretty pretty early age, um, and then yeah, just sort of followed through uh, over the years, and I've really really enjoy it. It's probably the one thing that I enjoy more than than anything is just getting in the kitchen or in the behind the barbecue or. Whatever, man, and just yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it sort of really started, but I think just probably having that in the blood, really, with the oldies and nonna. Um, but yeah, at, a, at an early age, man, at an early age. Yep. Yeah, because I, um, me growing up, just food wasn't any. I didn't start enjoying food till I probably hit about the age of thirty. Like food was mm. just a thing that went in my mouth and out my bum, so the thing it didn't really fucking mm. mean yeah. anything to me. <laughs> But then you come from, yeah, like you're saying, yeah. your family and your heritage and, like, Australians don't have that heritage of that. Not as much, man. Nurturing through, via food where I've got a few yeah. Spanish friends and Italian friends and everything's, like, when the family gets together, it's a big feed. Everyone's together around that mm. big feed. It's happening more in my household mm. now as I get older. Everything's revolved around food. But I think that happens as you get yeah. older. But like yeah, Italian yeah. households and Spanish households, it's always everything's always around food. But it's just a different. Yeah, I think so. I think, it, yeah, I think so. But we didn't, even though we didn't come from that real huge Italian family where there's you know fifty wogs sitting around the table and you know everyone's like, we we only had a small family. But I still think you know just just I was I was really grateful to be to grow up in that environment where it was sort of food was a big thing for us as well growing up but you, you know yourself though mate you're out there catching seafood and fresh food you, you know you're catching a different type of food than a lot of people get mm. you know on a day to day as well so you've got a different experience in terms of sharing food with crayfish and all the other things that you guys are out there yeah, catching sort of, all the time as well man I find it's like a bartering system not really but like I'm not a big fan of seafood because I've got so much of it sort of thing and it's so like <laughs> get so much of it. So it's just like if I see, if someone put a big steak in front of me and a big or a crayfish or a piece of fish, that steak's getting smashed. I just, yeah, right. I'm a steak eater. I'll eat steak forever. <laughs> if they said there's only one yeah. food you can eat for the rest of your life, it's steak. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm that dude as well, man. People, that comment, that's one of those questions that comes up, you know, your last meal or whatever, and I'm yeah. like, fucking give me a steak. Yeah. Just give me a steak and whatever. But, yeah, I think um, it, it's sort of what you, you you do. You get a bit spoilt for, you you know, what your surroundings have, and sometimes, you, like you said, you're getting it all the time. Mm. I, I think Chizzo is like, 
Chizzo doesn't eat crayfish, does he? No. And he's fucking like, but he, he gets out there and catches them fucking by the trailer load. <laughs> and like, like I said, it's a bartering tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you four fucking crayfish <laughs> for one T-bone. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's why I see it a lot is like you just the bartering sort of things and it's not if it's yeah, it's it's good to have in the freezer. Like people their eyes light up when you say, Oh, you want some trout. They're like, Fucking yes. It's like a big deal yeah, for them. I'm yeah. like, Yeah, system fish, you know? Oh my wife's yeah. trying to call me. Hey <laughs> All right. There we go. She's gone now. For some reason, she's but trying yeah, to call. I think I, I think because we don't get it as much down here, and when we do get it, it's like anything, man. We've got to we got to pay for it. You know, sort of when it's it's crazy when I go to the, there's a place down here called the Fish Factory, which is awesome. Uh, it's very good produce, and it's all fresh, and they get a lot of stuff from up north and. Uh, you know, and I see they have a lot of live muddies, and I'm like, oh, where do you get the muddies from? They're like, oh, they came from Cardwall today or yesterday, and they, you know, they fly them down or whatever yeah. that night or whatever, right? And it's like a hundred bucks a kilo for a mud crab. It's like, fuck, we used to sit on the bridge <laughs> at Flying Fish Point with fucking d- dilly pots. Is that what it's dilly? Yeah, so they, dilly, yeah. Dilly, yeah, yeah, and just pull it with the old girl and. You know, you'd sit there. I wouldn't be putting my feet. I wouldn't even go near that water now. <laughs> it's different now. <laughs> but <laughs> that water's different yeah, back but, then but, to what but, it is now. <laughs> yeah, but even then, it was like even even um, hooking mud crabs with Sue Sam, like with Dennis and Ash, and like that. We'd go in the mangroves, and yep. you can't even hook that. I think it was illegal back then. So who you do, who, what's the names? Who you dobbing in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Rue Ran and uh, <laughs> uh, was, nah, 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 was just just for, just for the story, just for the story. <laughs> you say allegedly. Yeah, All you got to say is allegedly, and you get yeah, away allegedly, with everything. Allegedly, <laughs> but it, it's funny to sort of um, to to see that you know people are just walking in there and they'll be like, "Oh, five mud crabs," you know, that's four hundred dollars things. I'm like, mm. fuck. You know, it's yeah. just we just don't get it down here. So I think there's that real luxury yeah, that people crave when they can get fresh seafood. And I think crayfish is a funny one because most people, there's more now, but most people don't dive, don't spear. So mm. the only way you can get them is by getting in the water. So a lot of people don't mm. do that. So and then they see that as, oh, you like it's come from the ocean and you didn't go, you went in and got it. Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I still think a lot of a lot, a lot of Aussies don't even like. More probably down s- the southern states realise that crayfish is not lobster. You know, it's it's still yeah. a different thing. Once again, a mm. lot of people think that it's lobster, and that's really it. You know. Um, so yeah, man. Oh yeah, wish we had more access to good seafood down here. I've actually got a. We're going to seventeen seventy for a holiday, and, and we've got a. Bell's booked us into a fishing charter um, out there, so I'm looking forward to just getting out to do some deep sea fishing. Yep, you know, hopefully get some of those coral trout that you can just get up <laughs> like on a on a Thursday afternoon, <laughs> like in between four and six. <laughs> no, we can't get them. They're not <laughs> that readily available. I haven't been out fishing. I'm actually going tomorrow for a spear and a fish. So, yeah, nice. uh, if you listen to the last podcast, my fucking boat broke down a couple of weeks ago, so I'm I'm fucking high yeah, and dry. I saw that. Until about Christmas or something, so I've got to rely on friends now to take me out. 
<laughs> so I'm going to make Jason tomorrow, and he's going to take us out, and he's going to go chase some cray and fucking trout. I'm guessing. Yeah, so be all yeah, right. Yeah, nice, nice man. Yeah. yeah and if, nice. So if this is an up, I didn't make it back. Because <laughs> I'm not putting this up until I get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording it, man. So this is, you know, I'm going to sell it with your last guitar pick. Yep. And I'm going to put it up online. <laughs> Zilch Talica. $10. $10. It'll go straight up, mate. It'll be fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, someone will buy it, man. Someone will buy it. Yeah, so getting back into the food sort of things, you if you're on your Insta, you've got a bit of a pretty big following there with the um, cooking, cooking with Mad Dog. Um, yeah. I just... You, like your your footage is good. The stuff all the stuff you're putting up is like quality. It's not like oh, Thanks, look at me cooking this with the fucking phone all blurry and half charged and a beer in the other <laughs> hand. Sort of thing. It's actually done really good. So it's, it's good Thanks, to see man. that done properly. And um, the stuff you're putting yeah. up is just like I don't know. There's probably like thirty heart attacks, forty heart attacks there, or what? <laughs> but fucking beautiful. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I try. I try. I try to. Um, Firstly, yeah, no, I appreciate, you know, you, you saying that. But also, I, I try not to be too, like, you may fucking some people like stuff, that, what they're putting up in terms of, I don't want to be all, I don't want to just be the barbecue guy. Mm. I don't want to be, you know, the burger guy or the wings guy or whatever either. Um, you know, it's I find probably the hardest thing is trying to be really diverse as possible. And I keep saying, I want to, I want to do more salad stuff. I want to do more colourful stuff. And, yeah. Because sometimes when I do look at my page, I'm like red, brown, red, red, brown, <laughs> yellow. Oh, there's some green, like green, red, orange. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. usually gets pushed so off the I side just, of the plate anyway. <laughs> no, but it's funny because a lot of people, like that's what a lot of people get really drawn to the with, to the colours and stuff, which is which is cool. But yeah, man, like it's. Uh, I think I took that um, position to if I'm going to do it. Uh, invest the time to try and make a video as, as or a photo as, as good as I can. And I think that's um, something as well because I always enjoyed that art side when I was growing up at school and always did art and photos and I was always a guy with a camera at school camps or wherever, right, even in uni and stuff. With the, in know, the toilets. Boxes and boxes of photos <laughs> and boxes in the toilets. <laughs> you, you fucking know. You were there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's sort of transitioned across to just the the cooking side as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I think people and probably enjoy seeing something which is photoed and filmed better as opposed to just something that's, you know, a bit blurry and whatnot. But, but not to say that anyone who's out there who doesn't have all the camera techniques and photos and stuff that aren't doing a great job either because there's a lot of people out there just giving it a crack like, like I am doing the same thing, doing some awesome content, but just you know, I'm just trying to do it my way, and, yep. it's, and it's going pretty well. Mm. Now I see a few things on there. There's a, the, I was watching on the way home today, and man, fuck you, <laughs> I got that hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so I ring the missus I, I up. Like that, man. <laughs> I ring the missus up and said, "Can you get some ribeye <laughs> out, please?" <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like, you know, and I'm, I really, like, one of the biggest kicks that I get is someone just saying, oh, fuck, that looks so good, or but more so, oh, I'm going to try and make that. Mm. Or when someone sends me a photo of, 
oh, hey, dude, I tried, I did that recipe that you put <laughs> out and stuff. And for me, like that is probably the biggest kick that I get out of it. Mm. It's just people maybe learning something new that they hadn't done before. Um, but yeah, like it's just, it's, it's a bit of fun, but it's, it's also turned into, it's still a hobby, but it's also transitioning into a little bit more of where else can I take this? And that's probably the goal now that I'm trying to focus on is, you know, where can I take my um, passion into something that's not so much purely monetized, but, um, just follow that dream that I've always had, you know, so mm. a little bit more. So I'm really, it's good, man. It's good. And I love that people say, oh, I've said, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, I fucking just saw your photos and I'm hungry as hell. I'm like, yeah, that's good, man. I want you to be like that. I want that. I want that. So, yeah, it's but good. I'm trying to train. I'm trying to, got a fight coming up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wrong page. <laughs> just block me for a couple of months there, mate, till you finish your wrong fight. Wrong page. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Are you trying to bulk? Okay, you know, I'll give you some recipes. Are you trying to shred? No, wrong page. <laughs> Too rude, Russ. <laughs> yeah, so. Nah, it's good, man. Nah, it's good. It's good. It's a bit of fun, eh? Something, something a bit different. I'm trying to get behind that camera more too. I'm trying to be more, you know, a lot of, a lot of feedback that I had from people and just mates and followers and stuff is, you know, when can we see a bit more of the guy who's, you know, doing cooking it. the videos, cooking, doing it. So I'm trying to yep. get a bit more out there with that, which is cool. Well, after I post this picture of you, you're just going to get inundated, all right? Six more followers. <laughs> <laughs> cooking with Mad Dog, everybody. Fuck, fuck yeah, six more followers. <laughs> Trending. <laughs> yeah, so what's your fat like cooking-wise? All right, let's... I'm going to get a little bit deep in the – not deep. I'm going to cook – how do you, how would you cook a steak? If I if I gave you a 500-gram piece of steak, it's probably thickness 40 mil. I like to have a, a thickness of about 40 mil on a steak. To, and, yeah, like 40 to – and then, then it'll probably be around six, six to 800 weight because I'm a fat bastard and I love steak. <laughs> how would you yeah, cook yeah, that? yeah. yeah. Um, on a, on, on a thicker piece, man, honestly, I've gone off the whole, you need to have it resting at room temperature for two hours. I'm not, a, I don't think that makes a huge difference. A lot of people feel that, you know, you need to rest it to room temperature and, and again, like you do you, that's fine. But, um, because I've got several smokers and barbecues and stuff now, I tend to utilize a couple potentially in each cook, but if you don't have a smoker, um, put it in the oven. But I would just do the, the I think reverse sear is a really great way to cook a steak, uh, really well. The one that's a bit thicker, yeah, like you were saying, if you're going that sort of, sort of a like a, a you know, six to eight hundred gram steak is a fucking that's a big steak, man. Like that's going to feed a few people, right? Or um, you, or you, <laughs> <laughs> um. But, yeah, look, honestly, just, yeah, reverse sear, chuck it in and um, on really low for about 100, 100 degrees Celsius um, for, de- you know, depending, each each oven and, and everything's a bit different for about 30 minutes or 40 minutes to an hour. And then, yeah, just get it on really high heat on your barbecue or grill or 
um, or cast iron pan. I'm a big fan of cast iron as well. Like I do like the cast iron skillets. Yeah, they I just hold they, the they heat give so a, much better. And they, they hold and just give a really nice nice crust. Mm. They give a nice crust as well. I'm a big. I like the crust on a steak when you're doing a steak. Um, bit of oil in the pan, but I also I, I, I'm not really a big. You know, chuck the garlic and the rosemary and thyme and then butter and then baste. I don't really do that. I yeah. don't. I don't really fuck around too much with steak. I just like a simple. When it comes to it, I like the salt and pepper. Good hot pan, good crust, bit of. And, and another thing I've gone away from is using olive oil and stuff when I'm cooking steak. I'm doing it in the pan. I use um, like a grapeseed oil or avocado oil or something that has a really high smoke point. Yep. Then you won't. It doesn't really. It doesn't burn the oil and smoke really hot. And that's it, man. Flip it a couple of times, and I, I'm still. A, I'm, it's funny. I've also got all these thermometers and, and temperature probes and everything. But every time I use one of them, I tend to either overcook or undercook the state as opposed to just going in by yeah. feel like I've always done, just pressing it yeah. and, oh, yeah, that feels ready to come off. And the knowledge of just knowing like, how long it's been on, when you've cooked for long enough, you just know how you feel. I think so, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I always say that to people as well. Like it's always better to be under like mm. because you can always chuck oh, that ahead. steak back on yeah. for another minute or a minute, right? You can't you can't take a steak back once it's been overdone. Yeah. I put a video up um, a little while ago, just sort of of a steak that I was quite disappointed in myself with, and and I actually sort of. But I also wanted to show people that it's okay to you know make mistakes when we're cooking because we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to cook things the perfect way, and then when you're creating content. Like I had envisioned, like for but for days I'd had these steaks rested, and I was I was aging them in the fridge, and I this and that, and I had in my mind this is how I'm going to cook it, this is how I'm going to cut it, this is how it's going to look, and then when I came to cook it after three or four days of planning, I in my in my mind it was overdone, it was yep. medium to medium well, and and I said I'll oh, you know put a video up saying you know fuck this up, but people were like oh I'd still smash it and you did a little bit, but I'm saying you know I think. Um, me personally, that wasn't how I wanted it to go, and I think mm. it's a fine line when it comes to steak too, because you, yeah, you can. It's the one. It's your centerpiece of your meal. Yeah, and you can just and you can just fuck it by overcooking it. Mm. And so well, I was a bit, I was a big big gutted. I'm, whenever I go out for, to a um, meal and someone orders a steak, and if they say anything above medium, I look at them like they're fucking retards. <laughs> <laughs> I know, <laughs> but yeah, but but that's their style, man. It's yeah. the same as someone says it's, to it's me. It's how their parents used to burn all their fucking steak when they were kids. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you remember, man. You remember even <laughs> having veggies and stuff. Now, yeah. when I cook, when I cook veggies and stuff, now I blanch them. Like I put it in, take it out. Yeah. Those peas are like mm. they're, they're breaking, yeah, crunchy, they, man. You remember our when we had them as kids? <laughs> until they just fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The water was like green. These peas. <laughs> Water was green. <laughs> no flavour left. It's just but, yeah. Each to their own, though, man. That's one thing as well. I try not to be, um, when I'm doing what I'm doing, I also try not to be too, this is my way and this is yep. the right way. I also want to, I want people to go, I want to say, this is how I do it. And, you know, happy days if you want to follow this method. But 
same as if I have a scotch and someone tells me you can't put Coke or ice in it, I'm like, fuck off. That's how I want it. I'll Mm. do it if I want it medium, (laughs) if I want it well done. I don't really agree with it, but I won't say that that's how you shouldn't do it. But I just reckon if I ever owned a uh, a restaurant and someone said, oh, can I get it? Um, My steak done, well done. I'll be like, walk out, slap them across the face with a menu and say, get out of my (laughs) shop. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's one thing though. I am very um, judgy when it when I do go to like getting ordering a steak and stuff out because I think if you're if you're paying sixty fifty you know almost mm. minimum fifty bucks for a half decent steak no matter where you go yeah. even if it's the bloody whatever whatever pub you're going to if they're not cooking it well like I think you've got every right to say fucking this is wrong man yeah. cook me another one. I returned one about three months ago. First time I've ever returned a steak. I just yeah, right. Fu- it was absolutely overcooked, shit, rubbery, full of sinew. And then they brought. I ordered. I think it was a bit because I always go. This is much of a pig I am. I just don't. I go through the menu. I don't look at price. I look at the weight. <laughs> and then, yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> mate, that's not uncommon. That's not so uncommon. I go to the weight, that's and it's usually four hundred gram. Yeah. But then it says on the bone, I'm like, well, fuck that one off. Then I don't want that bone. That's bone's another two hundred <laughs> grams. Paying for bone. <laughs> yeah. So then I go back up. Oh, yep, three fifty, or could be five hundred. And it's like, yep, the five hundred rump. I'll go five hundred rump over a three hundred ribeye any day, just because of the. I'm there for big feed, yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, so what you sent her back? What did Kate say? Did she slap you? Oh, she was, was like, <laughs> I just, I just said to her, I can't actually eat this. This is absolute shit, and I'm not this deadly cook. Yeah, and so I, no, <laughs> I, I sent it back, and then they actually bought me out a, um, a whole new one, but it was like a porterhouse steak or something, and same weight and everything, and a couple of free drinks. So I'm like, all right. I can't name the place now because they did all right. They came back. I was going to say, say, and who was this? No, I was an MP in as well. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them. Is the MP still still going? Is it back up and running? Yeah, it's actually a a really nice place to go and have a beer. The food's getting better. When they first started, like... Yeah, it shouldn't go bagging it out too much. They've they're trying. Um, yeah, I don't. That's all I can say. But most people in Australia Mate, will it's, say it's exactly the, best, the same thing. The best, the best view in Innisfil, yeah. like one of the best places to grab a beer and yeah, you know, uh, I don't know, say have a feed, but like it's it's the location yeah. prime. I remember when I took when I took Belle there for the first time, and we went. <laughs> she said sorry, and we went there, and it was like. I she said to the lady, oh, can I, can I see your wine list? And, and, and the chick behind the bar, she's like, we've got red and white. white. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, we got, yeah, we got Shraz or Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what box do you want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, it's good that it's open because it's been one of those ones over the years from what I know, even having lived in there for a while, but. Yeah, it's one that's sort of in and out, in and out. But yeah, man, I think if you're not happy with the the quality, what you're paying for, fucking send it. Especially, I can't eat. I can't even eat a, a steak that's like brown, like full grey. I can't mm. eat a, a well done steak. Yeah. Yeah, actually, next door, my mate's got a cafe called Del Fuego. I think it's called. Used to be an old coffee club, 
and it's it's a, oh, a yeah. really nice meal. If anyone wants to go for a nice meal, go there, then go to the MP afterwards and have a few beers. <laughs> oh, so he's got the old coffee club. Yeah. He's got that place. Mm. And really nice food. Like, I don't, I'm not pissing in anyone's pocket. Best in Innisfail by far. Yeah. Really so good. So why did you go, why didn't you go there for a start? Because it was a friend's birthday. So I didn't get to choose the venue. <laughs> so I got to choose the venue. Wouldn't be fucking going there. <laughs> But I'd go there yeah, for a beer any time. The Impy's a really good place to have a beer. Probably the best yeah. in this file place cheers to have a beer. Cheers to the MP. Yeah, cheers. Yay! Good on you, MP. Black rat. Thanks, and, and, and thanks for sponsoring this podcast. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for free steaks for all of us, guys. Free, ste- free shit steaks all around. <laughs> Are you going to spit your drink on the camera? <laughs> 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 there, so... So cooking the other side of things. I remember you put one up the other day and I commented and I'm like, oh, it was a bit harsh. I was a bit in a bit of a cock. <laughs> you did a drill. Yeah, what did you say? I fucking Something Yeah, I forget what you were saying. You might need a snorkel to eat that. <laughs> yeah, like. that was the gravy. Man. Yeah. No, I think that was I think it was the gravy pour or yeah. something. Yeah, it was a big gravy pour. I said you might need a snorkel to eat that. <laughs> People love it though, man. People mm. love like it's funny as well, even just learning what um, floats people's boats when it comes to these videos. And there's some, you know, I follow a lot of cooking content pages and stuff, and some people are doing some phenomenal stuff. It's like yeah. crazy. It looks awesome. But the gravy pours or the crackle on a pork belly or, you know, that crunch that people, they love that. They love to see... People love to see like a steak that's cooked and you slice it and then you show it to the camera and it's like rare or juice yeah. has come out and stuff. Things like that. It's, I'm sort of learning, that, you know, that, uh, oh, yeah, someone's going to probably rock that and you get fucking guys like you going, oh, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care, man. You know, I don't. Well, the I other don't one I was looking at, um, <laughs> you, you're wearing um, the black gloves now like all the smokers wear, and I'm like, ooh, he's getting flashed now. He's got the black gloves on. <laughs> fuck, mate. Some people say keep wearing the black gloves. It, 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 makes you, it makes me feel a bit more fucking... Oh, it does. I reckon I it, it, it adds a bit of sophistication to the video and a bit of class with the black gloves. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think yeah. black gloves, but in America, they that's just like what the smokers wear. They all wear those black gloves. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, I, I was saying to Sophia, you know, the other week, I said, oh, I would never wear gloves. And that, like, I, I, when I was cooking, I was, I would, I would just before I started using videos, doing videos, hey. never, ever, ever. I never even owned these gloves. Now I've gone through four boxes yep. in the last sort of, you know, 12 <laughs> months. But I'm also, I've also got to the point of, oh, I'm going to mix up this mince. I'll put some gloves on because I'm like, oh, I just want to keep my hands nice and clean because I also know that the next thing is well, once I take the gloves off, I've got clean hands, I can grab the camera or I can yep. grab the next thing and it's just it's just easy. Yeah. But, yeah, man, like the, the black gloves, they're, they're a thing. Yeah, that, that, and saying that, since COVID and all that, people just don't want to see people's hands on food, I think, just that yeah, side it, of things. It's, yeah. It's funny. I think people do feel better about seeing someone handling food when they've got some gloves on. I think they feel like it's just, whether it's COVID, I don't even, I don't even really think of it post-COVID. I just think of it as, 
they feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a safe zone because I know that he's got gloves on and he's touching he's not that safe that I know that I'm not eating. He's got latex <laughs> on. He's not getting me pregnant. <laughs> yeah. He's, I'm not going to eat his food, but I feel better about the fact that he's not touching that food that he's eating. <laughs> so in smokers, the one, what, what smokers do you use? I've got um, I've got a couple of kettles, the old school Weber kettles. Yeah. I'm a fan of Weber. Um, I've got the Weber barbecue. I've got a Z grill, um, which I was, which is cool. This is these are one of the Z grills actually. Uh, really grateful of their support. They reached out to me to ask um, if they can. If, you know, I'd support their brand. They'll send me a smoker and use their product, which has been really cool. So they've, I've got a, a pellet grill smoker, and then I've got the big green egg, which is the you know the XL is kind of a big one. Yeah. It's the big um, ceramic, um, which is really cool. Weighs a ton, but you can you know you can put some charcoal in there and that'll stay warm for twenty four hours easily. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Really, like, but this, like, I could keep going, mate. I could easily get a couple more. Yeah, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get back to cooking more with with charcoal and over fire and stuff. I want to learn fire more. I want to mm. learn how to cook with fire and stuff. Brazilian more, style. I, yeah, okay. yeah. I think they've all got their purpose, though. I really like the pellet smokers because you can put it in. I don't know. Do you have any yourself? What do you do? You have any? Yeah, I've got two. I've got a, I've got a calf lick in the window here right now at the moment. Look at this bastard. Look, you see him there? Mate, we were just talking about stage. Stay. Don't fuck around. Oh, the fuck around, find out, mate. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Come in here. We'll sort you out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, I forget what. Oh, yeah, I've got two Traegers, but they're both. Not working oh, yeah, at the moment. All right. Um, oh, right. Traegers in North Queensland and pellet grills in North Queensland, they need a, li- a little bit more. You need to look after them a bit more and keep the chips dry and that sort of, which I didn't do. Yeah. That's where, why I'm where I'm at. <laughs> because. Yeah. And Well, mate, I didn't realise, I didn't realise either, to, even to the extent until recently, just, you know, you, you can't leave your, your pellets and your smoker. Mm. You've got to. You know, you know, and only use a little bit at a time because they swell up. And yeah, and yeah you're right, North Smoke Queensland because it's so humid. Mm. Yeah, and it's, if it's humid, if they get moisture in them, even without getting wet up there, yeah. you're still getting a lot of moisture, oh, right? The, so the air up here will just so like just soaks in the water, like all those. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like I both pellet grills right now. I've got. The, a big Traeger, Traeger I, think, I can't remember what it's called, the 803 or something, 808 Traeger or something, and it mm. it can do a f- like a big party sort of size thing. But then I've got a, one, a little one called a mm. Traeger Ranger. I really like that one. Mm. It's only about 900 yeah. bucks. It's a little square thing. You can actually transport it and you can run it off a generator if you go camping and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, and, yeah. And it comes with a griddle plate as well. So yeah, 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 you can actually cook steaks, like and barb and yeah. eggs and all that sort of stuff in it. So it's very, it's really versatile. Yeah. And if I was to buy yeah. one, that'd be the one I'd buy. Is the little Traeger Ranger? Yeah, of I, all of them. I think the um, the pellet grills have done really well. There's a few different brands 
Traeger's one of them that have gone out there and developed these portable style ones that can run off solar power and battery mm. and you know for people who want to go to the beach or go camping for a week or whatever you can take your little smoker with you they're portable i think that's tapped into a really niche market mm. uh, which is really cool um, because you know sometimes people don't want the big the giant things because it's like it's too much it's too much for people that aren't doing it all the time well i think everyone who first starts out wants to get the big one and then they realise, geez, I'm just, yeah. there's so much spare room in this thing. I'm never taking up all this room ever. Yeah. Because you're only usually yeah. cooking for probably max 10 people and that, that can max 40 people yeah. if you wanted to on those things. So, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you stick smaller and it, it, it actually gets hotter, quicker. Everything's just so much more economical when you get yeah. a smaller version yeah. of them. And that, that Traeger I Ranger, think- I still I want to get it cracking because I really like it. I don't think they're too much to get fixed, mate, if you need to. Mm. I don't, like in terms of they probably just got to clean out the auger and, Yeah, you know, I've, I've tried a fair, fair amount of stuff, but, yeah, there's – I think I've got to take it back. I've done – they like, Traeger's been pretty good. I don't want to get go on too much with them because they're not fucking sponsoring me, so fuck them. Z-girls all the mm. way. Z-girls all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, but, yeah, man, they're good. And, but, and if yeah. you want good after service, I will say the Z-girls, like, they're, they're – and and they're sort of they're the guys. Their girls are the guys who came from Traeger as well, and they set it up. And you know they've they've been doing well. Oi, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, get out! And he said, "He's like, oh, your smoker's not even working. What are you going to do?" <laughs> I'm just showing him this calf through the windows. He's right at my window, just like, "What are you fucking doing, <laughs> Dad?" He calls me but Dad. People, people, people. A lot of people who um, say to us, oh, Ollie, you know, I'm thinking about getting into smoking. What do you recommend? First thing I say is just what's going to suit your lifestyle. You know, if you've got kids or you're busy on the weekends without kids, you know, I think pellet grills are a really good choice these days. I think they've done really well. You can set them, forget them. As long as you've got enough pellets in there, you can cook all day. But I Mm. think if you want to start mucking around with charcoal, Jump on Facebook Marketplace or whatever. Get yourself a little kettle, old secondhand smoker, like a kettle. Mess yeah, around with that. I think it. Yeah, yeah, and just just keep just play around. Don't go out and get the three and a half thousand dollar pallet grill or the, you know, the offset smoker that you got to keep putting wood in charcoal mm. and stuff because you'll just get the shits and you won't want to do it. And yeah, after I think. A while. Like, so just, yeah, what you're saying is, go with the smaller stuff. And then you can move into that stuff because your knowledge grows as you're growing into this, the dearer stuff. Yeah. The knowledge goes with you. If you just go straight into the yeah, deep, yeah. deep end, especially with offset smokers and putting timber in, fuck, that's like, that's an art. Yeah, man. <laughs> it is, dude. I don't even have an, I've never had an offset smoker in all my cooking years. I've never had one. I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just, I, I don't have the time, you know, even like, with the, on the weekends with the kids or whatever, like it's that's a full. Even when you're sitting around and you you know you're going to be at home most of the weekend, and you're not going to be going away or anything, it's you still got to watch that smoker. You still mm. got to keep an eye on it and know what you're doing with temps and stuff. So, um, yeah, whatever whatever suits your lifestyle, I think. But these days, more than ever, there's that many varieties, there's that many price points out there. But I'm also a big fan of don't buy the cheapest. 
because you're going to fucking just have yeah, problems. Buy again. You know, buy what you buy what buy whatever you can afford, mm. and and you know you'll 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 make it work. But I I like even using mine. Like you know, I'll, I'll chuck on the Z grill. I'll chuck some something in there. Just get it, even chicken or whatever. Cook it slowly. Uh, reverse sear, even just with chicken wings or whatever. Then finish them off on the on the Weber on your normal Barbie. Just. Yep. Uh, you know, just to get that high, hot, hard heat. Yeah. Look at that. High, hot, hard heat. Holy. Triple that H. could also be the name of this podcast. The high, hot, hard heat. H. Oh, we've fucking, we've got it. We've got it. High, hot, hard heat. <laughs> I'm going to put that as my new tagline. <laughs> yeah, do that straight up. Hashtag that motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's a pretty good point. I, um, I like cooking... But do you clean your Barbies and that that often? <laughs> I do, man. I do. I don't. I'm not crazy with it, but I do. And I put alfoil down underneath the drip trays and stuff, like because it's so nice. You can just clean it off, yep. and it makes you it makes your life easier for the next cook. Yeah, as well. So I'm. I wouldn't say that I'm as. Um, Full on is probably what some people are, but I, I, I when I look at some people cooking, and I'll, again talking back to looking at a lot of people's cooking pages, and they lift up their grill and they're like, oh, and I'm like, fuck, that shit looks like it's been there for six weeks, man. Is this a ch- you're cooking it's a raccoon? You're cooking a brisket, but I'm sure is that a chicken wing that I can see hanging down? So I do, I do like it to be set, but I'm also, I'm also a bit worried about bacteria and stuff, mm. you know, just. Especially Some if you're cooking at low heat. Low heat's a different, different ball yeah. game, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not burning off really, really badly. <laughs> but, yeah, I do I do like to keep it semi-clean. But also, again, I'm also conscious that I'm putting a lot on yeah. camera. Mm. So I don't want it to look full manky. And people don't want to look at full fucking dirty no. Barbecues when they're looking at a nice video, like oh, check out this. Open it up and it's just Moth rain oil and fat dripping, and <laughs> <laughs> fucking birds are flying out and bats and shit. <laughs> I seen yeah. you one the other day. You cooked. Um, you asked a question about do you like to cook your pork medium? Oh yeah. And um, yeah. Let's start off first. This is the question that I want to. Get down and and know how to do that. How do you make fucking good crackling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I think that again is one of those ones where people have their diehard theories, and this is how you should do it. And there has to be if you you've got to jack at it, or you've got to put it in the fridge for three days first and stuff. So that, as a prime example. And that video, did did you see the, the crackling when yep. I cut through it? Yep. That was that afternoon. I took it out of a Cryvac packet and it was wet and it was like completely fresh, no no air dried. I didn't jackard it or anything. I only, it came out of, I got it from the butcher shop and they, it was already pre-scored, which they would have got from So jackard's like their, scoring? What's jackard? Sorry, like yeah, sorry, mate. So a, a, a jackard's... Um, it's got like a, it's like a little, like a, like oh, a yeah, picture, the old school stamps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little square, but it, it's got like a hundred little, yeah. little pricks. Like a cookie cutter sort of thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you it's got little little spikes on it, yeah. and it, you push it, and it aerates. It basically puts little holes. Yeah, and you and they are good. They are really good. I prefer the jacquard over scoring. It creates that sort of bubbly effect when it comes to crackle. If you yeah. if you if you use one, the only thing I suggest is dry the fat out as much as possible. Like get a paper towel, dry it, a little bit of olive oil, literally the tiniest bit, and then salt. But high heat, you've got to smash mm. it in that oven. What like two sixty or something? Two fifty, two sixty. As high as high as your oven can go. Yep. Most ovens will go to pyrolytic. <laughs> <laughs> 400 <laughs> yeah well no not 400 but yeah it's but you just want to you want it to get really hot really fast yeah and you, you can watch it but the other thing i think people sort of sometimes and or, or put it under a grill but don't put it under the grill on the top shelf put it on the under the grill on the bottom shelf yeah and don't Walk away. <laughs> Don't go and like. Oh, I'm just going to go fucking do the potatoes now. Just watch it. You've almost got to just be there because it can turn really quickly. Yeah. But I think high heat. Um, if you can, if you ha- again, right? Like not everyone. We we don't have time all the time to go. Oh, I'm going to just air dry this in the fridge for four days. And our lives are too busy, man. Like sometimes it's like, oh, what's for dinner? Oh, there's a pork in the freezer. Just pull that out. Right. Yeah. Like, you're not going to go, oh, no, I'll pull it out to now. I'll eat it on Wednesday <laughs> when it's fucking, you know, Friday afternoon. Yeah. So we don't always have the luxury. And I don't think – I think people sometimes put that pressure on themselves that, oh, I haven't let it dry out long enough. The crackle's going to be no good or whatever. But the one thing that I've found is a high heat and a bit of salt will give you the effect. And yeah. if you haven't got it when it's ready, sometimes as well people are like, oh, it hasn't crackled. When you take it out – if you let it sit for half an hour, it will crackle. It will dry out, yeah, and it'll crackle up. Yeah. So I hope that I think I hope that answered the question, man. Like I just, yeah, I don't think there's a really right or wrong. But if you do have the time, definitely even put a little bit of vinegar on it and salt. There's a lot of different tricks that people use, but yeah, the, the dry the drier the skin, the more chance that you're going to get at a better result for crackle. However, if you don't have the luxury of letting it dry right out, paper towel, high heat, salt you'll get the result. Yeah. yeah I've, got, I've heard a few ones where you can tip boiling water over it. Or and, yeah. um, and well, the other one is boiling oil. So you you actually boil up oil and tip it over yeah. it and chuck it in the oven. Yeah. Have you seen that done? No, but I've heard heard of it getting done, yeah. Yeah, it looks – it's a mess, man. I've seen people – the boiling oil, the boiling water I'd be more comfortable with and I've done. And it does work, but then you're pouring boiling oil, and it's kind of it creates a different. I think that crackle then becomes more like the, um, you know, those chips that you get, yeah. your pork crisp, yeah. you know, and, and it becomes kind of like a crust, an oily crackle. Yeah. And, and me personally, man, I don't even like. I like a little bit of crackle, like one or two little bits, mm. but I can't sit there. I can't sit there and froth you know, over it and eat like. No. You get you, nah, get, you get a sickly too, it's feeling. It's too much, man. Yeah, you get like a sickly feeling. It's too much. Yeah. It's too it's too much. Yeah. But yeah, that that media that I was trying to sort of show people that, oh, you know, it's that thing that we also when you talked about before with boiling vegetables that our parents used to do until they were, mm. you know, all the same color and and like just mush. 
I think pork and chicken are, are one of those things where people used to say, oh, you've got to cook it, kill the bacteria, and, and well, you know, you can't eat pork that way. It's not, it's not really the case, which is why I tried to show people that you can eat pork with a bit of pink and a bit of blushing, mm. depending on the type of pork and how you what it is. But it's a much enjoy. It's much more. It's like steak. If you like your steak a little bit more medium rare, like you'll get a much more enjoyable piece of meat if you cook it that way, as opposed to cooking it till it's got nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this dry piece of white meat. Yeah. Like. Yeah, no, especially because yeah. everyone knows that that fucking bit of pork you've had where you had to, like, peel it off the top of your mouth, <laughs> roof of your mouth. Horrible, <laughs> and man. And then you got to, give me the, pass me the gravy <laughs> to get yeah, it Yeah, the only thing that you, yeah, <laughs> I think that's why applesauce made it into the pork <laughs> world of, you know, the, the side dish <laughs> because pork was so dry. <laughs> oh, a bit of applesauce on it, dip it in some... <laughs> It's like Sweet margarine on toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this will do. This will be all right. So, so yeah, again, and again, like I'm always looking for ways to just, you know, little bits of content. I want to give people, I want to try and educate people in a way as well that, you know, these are the things that I like to cook and maybe if you've learnt this way. And, it's, again, there's so many people, not so many, but there was a few people that had commented saying, oh, cool, I'm going to try that next time or I'm going to try that and, oh, good job, mate. And a few people are like, no, not for me, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm always like, yeah, no worries, you know, you do you. But for, for the, even if five people saw that video and said, oh, yeah, that's cool, I might try that next time, and then for the next however long they cook pork, that that's how they've maybe altered their methods. And if only three died, cool. then, then it, you're fine. <laughs> Three out of five. It's, it could be worse. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're talking. I, I, I texted. I don't know if I messaged you a few months ago when you when I first seen you cracking on with this. I said, "Oh, you're going to open up your own fucking restaurant or something like that." Is there any thoughts mm. along that? Oh, I don't know, man. Restaurant. Um. Restaurant, no, probably no, but I, I, there's still definitely a future potentially for something um, pop up food to follow the, the passion. <laughs> yeah, not, and not, yeah, but even just a cool little deli that does good sandwiches, lasagnas, sauces, make some, you know, some sauces and, you know, have a bit of a, a, a small range and always change things up. But, you know, I, I definitely still have that passion for something where I could do that on a day-to-day. I don't – but I've got a young family as well, mate, and I don't mm. want to work in a shop and restaurant or anything like that at night time yeah. on weekends. But that's, that's, like, I'm, I'm also selfish in a way that I want to do that, but I also don't want to do it, like in a way of like I don't want to not have weekends with the kids. Yeah, you know, that, that's not being selfish. You know, that, <laughs> it's the opposite well, of you know selfish. what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but in a, in a way of um, I don't want to sit there and say, you know, uh, yeah, so potentially, mate, I don't know. If the, if the right opportunity came along, if, you know, if the right banana farmer could sponsor us, you know, a little, yep. uh, little shop I'll down keep my here. keep so. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few guys <laughs> 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 you know, 
I'm happy for you to have ownership of the name and everything, but <laughs> Mad Dog uh, Man. Good, no, good change. Mad cunts. <laughs> mad cunts. Mad cunts. Cooking, cooking with mad cunts. people. <laughs> hey, mum, can we go to Mad Cunts? <laughs> go to your room. <laughs> Damn, I just want dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they do mad crackling. But yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's yeah, no. A lot of people say that. A lot of people, and I really love that. I love that people still just say, you should do it. You know, when are you going to go on MKR? When are you going to fucking MasterChef? I said, I'd go on MasterChef. I would have gone on MasterChef if I knew what I know now when Julie Goodwin won MasterChef back in <laughs> 2001 when she won with a chicken casserole. Like, oh, look at these guys now. And it's, <laughs> and it's, it's um, Egyptian swamp pheasant. Yeah, yeah. People think I'm like, yeah, guys. I appreciate you thinking that I can cook and everything, and I really appreciate your support. But have you seen what these guys are doing on MasterChef? Like, have you seen the recipes that these guys are coming up with? Okay, tonight. Oh, what are you going to cook? All right, steak. All right, season two. Oh, what are you going to cook? All right, steak. Uh, Steak with chips. Fucking compared to it, you know. So yeah, it's I, I, I um and and the guys even at the butcher shop who support us as well, which is really cool. Um, you know, I want to cook for things like that people can, can just cook at home themselves, mm. and you know, not make things too complicated for people because I think I think there's a real market for I can't cook and you know you, I don't know if you've seen yourself with Jamie Oliver's fucking two minute meals or whatever and it takes you 45 minutes yeah. because by the time you've read through the first thing and that's not a thing I just want I just want simple easy recipes that people can go yeah I'll give that a crap yeah, um, well, yeah. Also and if I ever open like, something I'd be the same like um, like you know people have weddings and shit like that but just does like someone's just having a backyard event and you just come in mm. and you just be the centerpiece for that event and just make them a nice meal. You sit down and chat with them while yeah. you're making it sort of thing. I reckon there's a good, yeah. good like, little room for that. Someone who just, like, good steak-eating people, just call it fucking eat a steak or fuck yeah. off or something. Yeah, yeah. I think people just want that simple food done well. Yeah. I, think, I think we're in that world now where people – there's a lot of fancy food and restaurants out there, which is great, but I think there's such a big market for just simple sharing food, communal, like you said, you know, at the weddings or whatever, events and barbecues and stuff. People just want to gather around a plate or whatever and just they don't want it to be too complicated but also walk away going, I could do that. Yeah. You know, like maybe I can give that a crap. Well, the, the thing with COVID, it really fucked up the um, people going out. They're always they stopped everyone staying home, so everyone's sort of taught themselves how to cook that bit better. And so, when everyone's step, so, yeah. stepping back out into the public, the people in the restaurants and that they have to have their game has to be a whole lot higher than what it was before COVID because everyone at home has actually stepped up their game and actually can do a yeah. few things. I think that's the yeah. big, big people difference. are less, in, they're more inclined as well, and and then. Well, you look at the other thing to factor in, even post COVID now, is that we weren't expecting is that just that general cost of living when it comes to buying produce, whether it's whether it's from the butchers or Woolworths or whatever. You know, people are spending so much more now 
you know, and, and that, that cost has been added on to people who want to go out for dinner or who are normally going out for dinner mm. more frequently. That cost has gone up when it adds to everything, when it's the taxi and it's the wine and it's everything else. So people are spending less now and, and cooking, I think, more at home, which is why people are invested more in their homes. And so, yeah, I think people are, have learned to cook more and they want to spend more money and do things at home because – fuck, that, that, that cost has just been added on to people who just want to go out mm. all the time. It's not, it's, not as, it's not as feasible. Yeah. Well, mate, we're fucking about an hour and five minutes in, so that's usually fucking – you went pretty deep here, Ollie. You sound pretty fucking smart there for a little bit, so you're doing really well. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That first two minutes when the camp when we weren't recorded. Yeah, no, nah, thanks, man. That was yeah, that nah, was good. <laughs> no, man, thanks is good. It's good it's good to it's good to chat and thanks for re- reaching out and you know, I appreciate um, you know, the conversation. It's been good. It's good just to catch up over over a yarn anyways, mate. Yeah, well I haven't good. fucking spoke to you for a while actually, like I can like this anyway for a long time, so good to catch up and see what's going on in Ollie's world. Fart in a bath world. So do you want that guitar pick back? Do you want that guitar pick back? Oh, or you want me to sign it? <laughs> I'll, I'll have to take it off eBay. It's been sitting minus, there for seven years. Minus five dollars. <laughs> eBay, eBay messaged me the other day like, oh, are you fucking selling this thing or what? <laughs> I don't think it's there. Like I don't think it's fucking James Hetfield. <laughs> no, no, thanks, man. And look, yeah, thanks, for, uh, thanks again for for reaching out. And yeah, it's been good catching up. Really enjoyed it. Too easy. Um, if you want to catch, see Ollie and all his stuff. Are you on Facebook and all that too, or just Insta or? Oh, uh, yeah, it's fun. yeah. In, in, Instagram's my main um, platform. Jam. If people Jam. do want to check, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll. Every now and then, things get shared to Facebook, but very rarely because I just I don't share everything. But the main platform is Cooking with Mad Dog on Instagram. If you haven't got Instagram, fucking what you know? What, what era are you living in? You? So, you're cool. <laughs> what's wrong with you? What's the other one called? What's that, <laughs> but, the new Instagram or the other one that's? You know what fucking TikTok? You no, know, no, you no. There's TikTok. another one. There's a new Instagram, but it's the same company. And it, oh, threads. Threads, that's it. Like, you got a threads account yet, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, man. Hey, like, I'm so, like, like naturally, you just, I'm, I'm on it, but I don't even, I don't yeah, even. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it's, I, it's signed, just, I signed on to it, and then they said, once you're on it, you can never get off it. What a fucking show. Oh, really? So I'm like, well, I'm never opening you, so you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, look who's fucking winning now. Yeah. But yeah, no, man. But yeah, but my, my Instagram's the main one. If anyone who's keen to explore it, mate, uh, jump on, say good day, and yeah, thanks for thanks for following. Yep, and if you want to check out one page where he drizzles a lot of stuff on, on the thing, you'll see my comment in there. <laughs> 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 that one comment, fuck yeah! <laughs> Just go through. Make sure you check out that comment, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go through. Yeah, go through Cassie's page first. <laughs> All right, right, cheers, bro. Appreciate easy, it. See you later. Bye. Thanks, bro. See you, mate. Bye.